Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Well, happy Thanksgiving Eve. We are on the precipice of a great uh, holiday Thanksgiving. It is Wednesday, November 23. Welcome to the broadcast. I'm Steve Schultz. Along with my wife, we founded the Elijah List and Elijah Streams beginning 25 years ago bringing you the voice of the prophets. So uh, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you all will have a great, great, great Thanksgiving. I have recorded a special message for you tomorrow and a story that I think you'll find, you know, really fascinating. It will help motivate you in the whole area of uh, Thanksgiving and all that. So we're going to bring Kat Kerr here in just a moment. We apologize for being late, but that happens sometimes. Uh, beyond our control, but it's happening. You're going to have to see Kat in just a moment. So uh, we'll be right back after this. Giving a cup of cold water is a simple way to show someone they are valued, that you care about them. When Jesus talks about this, Maybe what he was trying to say, if someone cares enough to stop and think about what you need or what might help you, and they actually do something about it, wow, sacrificing for the benefit of another, that is loving your neighbor. Thank you for loving us, for giving us a cup of cold water. You give me a cup of cold water. And me. And me. And me. And me. And me. And me. And thank you so much for your generous giving towards both uh, the staff that we, every two weeks we pay, uh, I think the number is 24 people to do what we do. And that is only possible through your giving. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. So. All right, it is time for Cat Kerr and Wednesdays with Cat uh, and Steve. So here we go. We're here. Yeah. We're back. Hey, Cat, hey, how are you? Good morning. Good afternoon. It's 2.30 your time, 2.38 your time. So welcome to yes. the broadcast. So Thank how are you? Thank you so much. How are you? I'm so beyond, if you could be beyond excited, that would be me. Good. Because we actually are moving. Yay. We actually, and this is it. We tried our, tried so many different ways to get it done. There's just so much here, having been here almost 20 years, but the offices combined with the studio, combined with what used to be our home, made it really hard. And so I finally said, God, I need more help. And so I told Margaret, find a moving company that comes in, packs everything, takes it where you need it. Good. And it was funny. Guess what? The name of the company is Helping Hands Moving Re- Really? Awesome. And I had, oh, God, send help. I just, I love the father. I, I love his humor. And these were four of the most uh, precious people, uh, just country boys, but very professional. And uh, they loved everything they did. And um so I really did bless them with a nice little bonus on the side. They worked so hard, so hard that they packed stuff. 
they shouldn't have packed. So, I mean, I had things missing, like my makeup and my stuff. <laughs> they were in my room just throwing things in boxes and bins, but it was all going to the same. Uh, I have my own storage place that just for those, for the offices that I was in, but it's em almost empty. There's a sofa in there, not much else. And I walked around all day the other day and the father said, your life is never going to be the same. That's all he kept saying. Really? It'll never be the same. It'll never be the same because of moving. It'll never be the same. And he, he I don't, he, I lost count of how many times he said it to me because he was serious. <laughs> and wow. I was maybe more excited. <laughs> and is he talking about, when he says that, is he talking about as it, because you said God doesn't go by a clock, he goes by events. The, the event of you moving is in time with what? The new things he's doing in both it's your in life and on the several, earth? Several different things. It actually will, um, uh, for myself, my family, my team, it actually is going to like, it's like the horse race starting, the race starting. Wow. And the, and, and the gun being fired to go of acceleration in every single area. That acceleration will spread to all those who've been faithful. Not that I'm the big deal. It's not that. It's what God's purposes are for right now. But we've all been declaring and believing and not changing what we were saying will cause you to be accelerated into great heights uh, with God himself to know him more. But the things that he has planned for the earth, he's he's uh, assigning positions right now. And then he's going to pass out the mantles for that. I'm just really excited. But being in the gated community wasn't like my idea. That was God's. And he said, I'm going to infiltrate you into the circles of the wealthy and the rich because they need me. This is the father speaking. And he said, but I also have two Boazes waiting and have been waiting to meet you. And they're in there. And that has a lot to do with what he's going to start doing rapidly uh, with wealth. That will also happen to many members of the body of Christ. So no matter what you look and see around you right now, especially just start declaring acceleration for you for your family, for your ministry, for your business. And I could feel like the heartbeat of God, that the things he's had planned, it's so right. It's right. Like the doors open, by the way. And he said, some changes have already been made in America and across this world, and they're not going to stop happening. And he said, you will have one celebration, a small celebration after another. And then there's a major celebration come that will stretch over the whole earth. Wow. And uh, and it was wow. that one he had showed me like a couple years ago. I've seen it three times, been in that time and experienced it already. And there's such a great joy and celebration for what God will be doing with us. And yes, he is going to use uh, certain people that he has chosen and maybe some military. I'm not sure which one, but uh, I just know. But there's something really great about to happen for all of us. So good. So good. These are exciting times. These are amazing times. So, Isn't it? yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally excited. Totally excited. And you and I are going to be together in Israel, which that is yes. full in case anyone's asking. But um, um, there's so many things, a couple of things I, oh, I, oh, I want to say, but I'm not supposed to say online here. So there's some surprises in store. Yes. So it's going to be fun, fun, yes. fun. Uh, you and I did this before we went in the garden tomb. No one will ever tell me the tomb is in a different place. I know some people think it's in the uh, the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, yeah. I think is what it is. But it's, you know, you were there. Yeah. And so that was very, very profound. We have six buses, uh, four with the main tour that you and I are on. And we're going to have so much fun. And then 
Uh, two of them will be the adventure tour. A lot of great people. Some parts of the family are going on the adventure tour. They can agonize hiking up Masada if they want to. But <laughs> so I was with somebody, by the way, this weekend, and Doreen and I, my, my brother-in-law has found a new uh, girlfriend. I'll just put it that way. They probably will get engaged. But they were asking about what kind of nature I want. I said, I like the nature that I don't have to work for. I just want to go there. I want to fly a helicopter in it, over it. I want to sit by the ways, but I don't want to hike for five days. Now, Doreen is more like the other side. She loves to hike uh, yeah. when she can, at least, as you know, she described hiking down Grand Canyon down to the bottom when she was, before I met her, and then hiking up. It was a five-day tour, and I thought, man, I'm glad she did that before I got her, met her because she got, I hope she got that out of her system. Yeah, that would not be me. No. <laughs> I'm a photographer. I want to take pictures of it. I don't mind looking at it, admiring it, drawing it. I just don't. I also do not want to hike. And um, yeah. most all of my children go on huge hikes in yeah. the mountains with their children. They love it. They grew up that way. And I'm like, I'm so happy for y'all. I'll keep the camp going. Yeah. You know, I'll have some food for you and hear your stories. But I want to stay right here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think, and God made both types, right? He yes, made the long-term hikers and the short, the short-term sitting by the campfire, keep the fire stoked and the food warm and the chairs soft. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, wow, wow! Well, I'm so glad because we now because we're seeing your blue background with the with the the wings be above you. Yeah, uh, is it what's it going to look like? Do you already know? Is it a different background we're going to see soon? And is that when does that start? Um, when we find our offices, we're still looking for our office space. We found a couple of places. We haven't chosen one yet. And our, uh, we will have a state of the art studio built there. And until then, we will probably have um, have some uh, different places that we'll be uh, shooting from. But we'll still be with you on Wednesdays. Um, until that happens. So yeah, we, we already got have plans. I've already got plans drawn for the studio. There'll be some CGI stuff in there and a lot of light being used and different things. It's going to be exciting. Wow. Um, but, but, you know, I love these. Now I'll just tell you this, when we have our um, operation center built, we'll have a headquarters and operation center, both here in Florida and Jacksonville. Uh, but we are going to have some fun places and fun things. Those wings behind me will be a photo op opportunity when you when you come to our offices if you want pictures taken with wings on those are the wings you'll stand in front of that we're awesome. going to be a photo op <laughs> awesome 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 so all right now i have a bunch of questions make sure you okay. you've said anything are you done with anything you're going to share before i get I into really them am. it's just that every single day probably going to see things happening that will give you joy and a lot of hope in your heart right now because uh god is already working uh, things into the place where he needs them to be but there will be a, still a major major exposure of a lot of stuff that people didn't know about but god always knew where so, it was so. what it was and even who it was people there's nothing that he does not miss nothing so good so good all right i got pages of questions here okay. it's folded over there's three pages and they're a little tight so we'll see how many we can get through the first one i inserted mine because I can't. <laughs> here, here, here's my question. You said that, uh, of course, people can look over at portals in heaven to see how the family's doing. And then you said at a different time that 
many people who c come home later that those who might normally have looked over the portal will want to know, uh, I think you said news from home, what's going on at home. Is First of all, am I saying that right? Do people want I to know what's going on? I'm saying it uh, pretty close. Okay. Um, when people come from, from earth to heaven, yeah. they actually hold events for that person to speak. Everybody wants to hear the latest from planet earth. Not necessarily the darkness, what the darkness is doing, but what's going on with God's kingdom on the earth, the people there. Um, and everybody wants to come. So whenever somebody comes comes home to heaven, they're not going to be misknown. Everybody will know them eventually because they do have events all over heaven and they're the ones who get to speak. The other thing that's been shown to them in the time that they have arrived is they are taking themselves to like little theaters where their life is played over with no sin. There's no sin, no darkness, there's no trauma, no death or anything like that. But you will see every time heaven intervened in your life throughout wow. your whole life. What happened in the spirit when you prayed? What happened in the spirit when there were miracles? What happened when you went places and things happened? So that is added to your news that you have to share in these meetings and everybody knows it's going to happen. And they get really excited, especially family members in heaven, friends in heaven. Uh, they know this happens. So you have more to share than the natural realm when you speak at these events that, that, are, that are made for you to share. Because now you know the other side of the story and that changes everything. So good. Wow. Okay. So my part two of the same question then is um, let's, people want some news from home or lots of news from home. Let's say... Um, Susie, I'll just make this up because this this is all made up. It's not a real situation. So Susie comes home and she's left behind three children. And let's say that uh, uh, Sam is left behind, one of her sons. Uh, and they say, well, what about Sam? And let's say, my question is, what if Sam had just had a divorce? He has cancer. Nothing's gone right. And he hasn't received the Lord yet. What does... Susie, tell the people in heaven about Sam when they want to know what's going on with Sam. They will know exactly what's going on in the spirit realm about Sam and what God's doing about all those things you just mentioned because they're very well aware of the activities of the Holy Spirit on behalf of Sam, uh, what his angels are doing, what other ones are doing that are sent uh, because he was prayed over. You know, he's been prayed over. He's yeah. had seeds planted over his life. They will begin to see the harvest of the seeds in his life and even know things that God is about to do in his life. So it's never going to be just a normal uh, physical realm that you're going to find out about. When people talk about earth, when they've come from earth, they're going to have all that revelation already when they get there. Okay. Okay. So, um, so they won't know anything about what he's suffering through right now, or they or they will know some of that, but they'll just see what God's doing. I don't think they'll know much of the suffering at all because, well, number one, they came from here. They know that things go on already, but yeah. they are so filled with God when they get to heaven. They know that God is going to intervene. They know he's going to do things in their life, and they don't advertise the darkness. They okay. don't advertise the darkness again they're going, to, they're going to share what heaven is doing about this how his life is about to change what god's plans are for him and even his own when he does himself get married one day you find out a lot of revelation whenever god gives you an opportunity to speak in heaven okay good all right here's julie's asking this 
do angels have pets? And she goes on, I know the animals would just choose to stay with them rather than being compelled, but do animals stay with them? I, I guess they mean the angels. I'm not quite sure. So anything about angels and pets? I've never heard this question. Yes, actually, they do have pets, and that's why we have pets. They were the first ones to have pets before we... While we still lived in God's little spirits, the angels had pets. Really? And sometimes they go with them on missions. Sometimes they don't go with them really? on missions. Yes, absolutely they have pets. Wow. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. This is very yeah, cool. Yeah, they sure do. So cool. All See, right. There's nothing, new, there's nothing new on the earth, Steve. I guess I'm, I'm learning that more and more. I mean, it never it's occurred to me so, until yes, this. They, they have uh, different strange pets that we don't have. <laughs> as long as they don't have to toads for a pet, now you're going to say, no, well, they no toads, but they do have some creatures that might have two heads. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Eight weird. eyes, you know, eight eyes. No, I'm not talking about Mars, people. I'm talking about the world called heaven where there are creatures, 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 intelligent uh, creatures that you would think was like maybe an animal or something, but they're not, especially these wouldn't be ones probably from the earth. But they do still have absolutely the half pets. Very, very, very cool. Uh, okay, Yvonne is asking this. Uh, have you seen what happens in the spirit? Because you're a seer. Have you seen what happens in the spirit when someone blows a shofar? Have you ever seen stuff happen when you? When yes, and it depends on what shofar it is. <laughs> it depends on which one it is. It uh, does. One, one releases a sound of war. I do know that that war and when when that that shofar releases the sounds of war you'll see lightning bolts coming out of it and then there's some that actually release streams of water like streams of living water come out of it it's like uh it's like a call for peace sometimes it's a call for people to um gather together you know to gather together to worship the worship so far is one of the most beautiful ones because streams of color will come out of that like different parts of the rainbow, but it's moving, it's alive. And it, and it gets everyone so excited in heaven about worship. So I'm talking about in heaven, this is what happens. So on the earth of my present, the same thing happens. And I love to see people blow shofars or trumpets in meetings because they do release things from heaven. Wow. Um, so to, to clarify, so if let's say someone has a shofar that releases uh, warfare on the enemy will that shofar always and only do that one task is that what you're saying that or is it depend on the intent uh, intent of the some are anointed for specific purposes and uh if that is true then every time they blow it it will be for that purpose oh very cool i did not know that this is a day to learn brand new things but it always is with you Kat. <laughs> all right john's asking um what do people with the gift of administration do in heaven? <laughs> You're gonna love this one. Okay. They work. They work in um, Central Station in heaven. It's a place. It's the business center, and uh, Jesus Christ is CEO of that Central Station. So it's not the only Central Station in existence. Again, there's nothing new on the earth. Um, it would be like the epic center of any kind of business in the spirit realm or business just business in heaven uh business in heaven would be people are invited 
to come there, um, in, especially if it's to the main headquarters uh, where Jesus does uh, sit as CEO. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. And I know Billy Joe Daughtry and I know that Earl Roberts both are there. And that's what they do. They get to release mantles on the earth. They wow. get to release blessings on the earth. Uh, and that's actually what happens in this place. And I'm going to tell you one other thing that might surprise everybody, but just show you how much the enemy loves to steal images or things that belong to God. There is a, this is a get over yourself, people. If you're the ones who are ready to judge me. Remember Here it that. comes. Hold on to your hat. Get over yourself, people, because you don't live there. And I'm telling you, things and images there uh, are used many by Satan on the earth. Uh, like marking, I'm just going to go there, like marking, God marks uh, people when they come to heaven. That would be what you would call a tattoo. It was never called a tattoo in the Bible. It was called a mark. And God did mark. Remember, he marked He marked Cain, remember, so the people wouldn't kill him. He's going to mark 144,000 Jews. But when you go home to heaven yourself, it says in the Bible, he will put his mark in your forehead, the mark uh, the, of your God. And in your hand, right here, in the palm, how about that? Forehead and hand, people, it says it in the Bible. You'll have the name of the city of your God in your hand and his name in your forehead. And that's why Satan wants to use it as the Antichrist to mark everybody who's going to follow along the Lord of the Flies. And so I can just tell you, he loves to steal things. And one of the things he steals would be called a crystal ball. And uh, I know uh, really going to the witches, the, the the Wiccans, all of that stuff. When they have a seance, which is do not go there. And I'm being serious. Do not go to one. If you've been one, lose it from your soul in Jesus name. It's a way the enemy can attach itself to you. A lies can be given to you. And they and some of them, if they really are connected to hell, hell can bring up certain images because they're, I'll tell you why they do it. They're mocking God. Because in Central Station, there is this massive crystal ball, massive. Now, before mm. you get over yourself, there is a big rim around it. It sits in the center of these, of these offices. And it says the crystal sea, S-E-E, -E, is what oh. that thing is called. And when people who work there, like Oral Roberts, Village, they walk up and look down and see what's going on. And then they can declare what's going to be sent down there, uh, either to intervene or to bless or whatever. But it's called the Crystal Sea. And in this beautiful uh, globe, sitting in Central Station, you want it more, this is more, is some of the Crystal Sea itself in heaven. Like there is a Crystal Sea. It talks about it in the Bible. Uh, there's rainbows shooting out of it because gemstones are on the bottom. Uh, it's not like a bunch of seashells and rubble on the bottom of the ocean. In heaven, it actually has gemstones that flow from the Father, right? They flow from him down to that beautiful river, and then they form this crystal sea, S-E-A. But in this beautiful uh, globe they have, it's a crystal globe, is part of that crystal S-E-A, but on is engraved letters this high. I mean, they're high. All the way around on this beautiful, uh, I don't even know what it's made out of, some beautiful rim that goes around it. Uh, and it says the crystal sea, S-E-E. -E. Wow. So as you know, 
what they do with them in these these mock meetings that they have for the wicked they use it to see things to project things and stuff like that because that's satan mocking god that image is his that is the father's there's one in heaven and whatever satan could get around you know he lived there remember he'll take it and mock it and make a mockery out of it and use it for wickedness but that but that belongs in the, the central station in heaven and i actually did see oral roberts and billy joe daltrey both walk up look down in there and the lord said i have blessed them they're invited here to be with me uh and so i thought that was just astounding totally so yes i did get to visit that place uh, and there is business in heaven that's why there's business on the earth and remember christ sent his son is what a carpenter that would be business people because business people have more opportunities to meet people talk about the lord and share things with them because you're doing business with them and actually that's what the lord was doing when he met with the sinners and people go why would he sit with sinners he was doing business projects carpentry with them so he had a chance to talk to them about goodness and light and god and so and he did use that really well so for all of you who wonder yes there's astounding amazing things you will see in heaven you go well well that was that that's probably not good but see you're only you're only um acquainted with the darkness things right not what god has and what god owns so that is his the crystal s-e-e belongs to that's him that's really good really good now you um you said a minute minute ago that oral roberts and i didn't know uh, Doherty, but Bill uh, Oral Robert, I didn't know him either, but I mean, they I were very Robert. good friends. I think uh, okay. Oral Roberts mentored him, I think. I believe. And they send, you said, send down mantles. Can you think of an example or even make up one? What do you I'll mean? Make he up said, one. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and make up one. I'm not going to make one. Up. Oh, I mean, it. can you give an example of anything yes, you've seen? Yes, I can. Yes, yeah, I okay. can. Yes, I can. Okay. Yes, I can. Yeah, there had been, had, they had been having some meetings. And I didn't, I couldn't tell if it was Billy Joe Daughtry's church or if it was an ORU. I've only been to ORU once and that was into the prayer prayer tower. I've been there. And I'll, I may share in a minute what I saw there. But um, it was as a result of some things that people had declared, either in Oral Roberts University or Billy Joe Daughtry's church, they had been declaring things to God, saying yes to him about things. And they were watching and they actually got to send down the mantles uh the mantles for the more of god and they they sent them they they i don't know they waved their hand over something or whatever and i could see that they looked like they were made out of light and they were shooting down to the earth into these meetings and they were landing on the shoulders of people and wow. uh they were they were delighted and thrilled that they had been doing this and all they said was now their lives are really beginning to change wow yeah because we think uh cat uh Father, Son, and Holy Spirit uh, doing what they do. And then we think of the host hearkening uh, to the command that we're sent, and angels being messengers. But we don't think of people in heaven, either in this administra administration area, the, the center, or other places of doing or saying things that will affect our lives on earth. So yeah. is, it's, is that happen? throughout heaven or mainly in this one center or, or what would you I say? I know I've been to that one, so I know they do it there. Okay. I know that's, that's what they do there. And uh, gifts are also sent from that place also, gifts. 
for people, things that they need, like houses, cars, and stuff like that. It's that's what the Lord's business is. It is to bless, to increase in every way, uh, and also to reveal things to you. I will mention that normally, but I see that they, I see that these two would be in in a position where they could have already un, had understanding of that real easy. There is a place called Royal University in Heaven. And it's an actual university that teaches you how to rule and reign with Christ. And that would be normally a place somebody would go in order to be able to do something in that position. But this was a reward for them. This this opportunity to be there with him was a reward for their lives and what they had done in their lives. Okay. And uh, I can hear some people say or pray or decree, Lord, please ask Oral Roberts to send me a mantle, blah, 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 blah. What about that kind of prayer? I don't know that that's going to work. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I don't think you can ask them personally for that because they're there. Remember working with the Lord yeah. <laughs> and probably he's probably given them, given them directions on what to do. And that way that they will become um, probably in a greater level of understanding of how the Lord operates and things that operate in heaven. But you shouldn't hold back on what you believe God has in heaven. Because That's it good. is beyond your imagination, not even something you would ever think of being able to do. But you, as a child, a son or daughter of the living God, you especially should picture yourself in positions like that in heaven. That's good. It will not ever be called a job. Nobody. Who would think that was a job? It is a blessing. It is a reward. And uh, sometimes you'll get to spend a day with the Father and he'll take you places in time. I mean, there's, there's, there's so much we don't understand. Uh, of them wanting to uh, know us or be with us, or spend time with us. And so if that is true, that that's what their heart is, then you better expect to be able to do things like Central Station and other places like that. Now. Is there, uh, this is kind of a what if situation. How do I ask it? If, this is a what if. if. If we knew what is available for us now from heaven, <laughs> Would we ask for more? Would we ask bigger prayers? Because Jesus said, you have not because you ask not. And, you don't, and if you want to spend it on your lust, you're not going to get it. It's basically what it's, right. if we knew what was available to us, would we ask for more? I think absolutely you probably would ask for more. But God is unlimited in his love for you. And, of course, his ability to create, to create things or, or prepare things for you. I think the people just really don't understand that he has great things planned for you. They're so used to just living in this natural world and they see what's around them and they're hoping that they'll have, and I understand that a place to live and food to eat. Uh, you can't even get out of that box that you, you are in to begin to believe for greater or to even know there is greater. And I think if they did ask, if they asked, very focused and on yeah. purpose that that is their heart because he's going to look at your heart right look at your heart and if it's got a good purpose behind it or he already had that plan for you you're just finally beginning to agree with what he wants to do with you and i would say i never i never held god back from anything in my life even when i didn't have anything or i wasn't going places or no one knew me not that i ever i never wanted any of that i always wanted to know the heart of the Lord, that was my greatest desire. And I think anyone who goes after him first 
That's on good. purpose. You will never miss the greatness he has for you. You're never going to miss the blessings. And I'm not saying you have to go win a million people to do this. I have to say you have to give some time to him just to get to know him. How do you do that? talk to him like I'm talking to you? Yeah. Because that means you actually believe he is there and he is there. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Really, really good. All right. Um, I'm going to skip one because it's not quite applied. Jill is asking, are there places to go scuba diving? And look at all the wonderful sea creatures in the oceans, lakes, and streams. What? And as she keeps going, uh, what do whales, seahorses, color fish look like? In our, and multiple questions. And are there some other creatures that we've never seen on Earth? Can people have parties under the water? Okay, that's a lot of questions. Okay, okay, talk about under the water. One of the greatest things is, well, everybody needs to know in heaven, this isn't for children now, so I'm really careful sometimes that everybody breathes underwater in heaven. Everybody does. You can cool. swim with the fish, talk to the fish. Uh, ride on the whales, ride on the, you know, the sharks. I mean, you really literally get to do that. And some people who has a, have the great love for the ocean, you probably have an aqua mansion. And that is a real mansion that sits on a pedestal over the ocean. And you yourself can make it go underwater. Cool. You, you, you press something. And usually it's like you wave your hand over something, not press something. You wave your hand over something. And I've seen an aqua mansion, and they're fantastic. And you can see all the way around through them, and you can make them go under the water. And then you have a portal. You go through this portal underwater, and it doesn't flood your mansion. You get to go out there and do just what I said. And, yes, your friends can come and do it together with you. But you do get to know and understand the creation of God. The sea creatures are amazing. I, I I don't know why I feel led to ask this question. Do some people have, I'm going to use the word pets. Do some people have pets that are whatever, sharks? Yes. Manatees, whatever. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Wow. So you can have pets of what? So uh, not to <laughs> overstate it or understate it, you can have whatever you want in heaven. Is that an overstatement? Yes, nothing is dangerous. Nothing at all will ever hurt you. Uh, they have a place called Dinosaur Park, and that's the name of it. And you can see some brontosaurus. They're so huge. Kids like to um, go up them, and then they slide down them. I mean, and there's pterodactyls that you can take and fly really seriously. And um, if, if your head is stuck in a box and you just say, that just can't happen, that can't be true, They'll probably meet you at the gate when you get there. <laughs> because I know the father has one of the greatest sense of humor. He, he does. does. And, and, and he literally would do that. He would remember you said that. He'd make sure they were waiting at the gate. And you'd probably write. I can, I can think of a couple people who said, who threw shade on the fact that there's no dinosaurs playing, sliding down there. I can just see the, the biggest dinosaur. Oh, they'll be for sure. You just probably got yourself a date with a dinosaur. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I love the sense of humor of God. We would not, it, just as it is in heaven, so is on earth. If we have a sense of humor and laugh at crazy things, so is that in heaven, right? Yes. So is God. Yeah. Do all three, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all have a sense of humor? Who's got the biggest? I, I, I know that Jesus is the biggest character 
and he was such a character on the earth people never knew what he would say uh and when they when he said it they were quite surprised at what he would say and even the fact that we you know they were all surprised that he would sit and eat with sinners when you know he wasn't going to sit and eat with them that was probably part of their attitude that he probably didn't do that uh, he didn't mind speaking his uh, own thoughts about things like the hierarchy of that day where whited sepulchers filled with dead men's bones so if yeah. you do that that's a quote from him himself and uh he he would often say what he thought about the present darkness there in that yeah. in the world back in that time but um that's good I, you know, speaking of the drama king holy spirit is probably beats them all holy spirit is called the drama king in heaven and he loves to play jokes on people he is so fiery though he's a fiery thing he despises sin he despises evil and wickedness and he will show up wherever he wants to okay he is also god and he's about to do that on this earth and quite shock some people uh, by showing up in places he likes to turn things upside down he likes to take people's world and take them out of the normal and the natural and put them into the supernatural on purpose and and he laughs he does laugh a lot and i tell people he is my best friend that doesn't bother jesus jesus is my you know he's my love that's what he is and everybody else in heaven says the same thing but holy spirit has a lot of friends in heaven and if you want him to be your friend, make sure you got clean language because he won't come around if you're using profanity. That's hell's language. You need to write that down. Uh, hell's language draws hell. Okay, so if you want him to draw hell, that's probably a good way to do it. I wouldn't do it. Um, but I can just tell you that the Holy Spirit is one of, the, one of the biggest drama people in all of heaven. He loves drama. He loves the arts. Uh, that's what his, his passion is. Christ loves flowers. He loves to be, he does, he even does gardening. He loves to still build with his hands. He loves sweets, loves, loves, loves sweets. You'll probably love him for that. And he loves to be with people. And the father just wants to take everybody <laughs> and hold them to himself. Wow. Because he is your real, absolute father. Wow. He loved you before even the earth knew you. He lives inside of him and he would make himself while sitting on the throne small enough inside himself to play with you. Crazy. Wow. You know, speaking of what Jesus knew and how he responds, um, did Jesus know when he called Judas that Judas would betray him? Did he know him at that time? And, and there was a point, I think it was in the garden when Judas walked up, at some point, he called him friend. Was he God's friend, even though he was going to uh, betray him? What 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 do you know about that? You know, I think that he felt that way about all the disciples. You know, I'm sure it bothered him very much. He he did eventually know that he was stealing from the treasury, and he was stealing from the treasury. And of course, we know that he sold him basically for money. And then, of course, the devil made sure he heaped guilt upon him for doing it. That's just what the devil does. He gets you to sin, then he'll heap guilt upon you. Um, but the Lord, you know, even when he talked to his father, he said, I have all those that you gave me. And, you know, it's saved for the son of perdition. That would be Judas. Uh, who yeah. chose his own way and chose his own life and chose to do wrong. Uh, but he did care. He, he did care very much about him. There was a point where he did know. I'm not saying he did know when he was first asked okay. to join him. 
He yeah. did need a treasure. He needed someone to hello people. Jesus was not poor. According to heaven's standards, he became poor when he left heaven and moved to earth. So we may be rich, and it says that, rich in many things with Christ, but that he was not a poor person. Uh, the caravans at the time, I think he was maybe two after his birth, when the caravans showed up, the wise men showed up with all the wealth, and they had supplies to take care of themselves from that day on. When they moved to Egypt, they, they did very well. He had the best tutors uh, Christ did when he had to escape the, them trying to kill him. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now, back to the show. And so, no, they did really well. They were well off. They, he, he would many times pay for all the disciples' food. Sometimes crowds would come here and speak. He would get them food. And so he was, he was, he didn't have anywhere to lay his head in that city when he said the city he was in, but he did have, he was raised in wealth and yet still remained humble. And especially when he began to know who his father was and he'd go to the mountain to meet with him, it says that. And he also loved the father. Um, and you need to know the father if you don't know the father. Oh, good, so good. All right, Michelle is asking this. We name our pets with names as well as the zoos name the animals that are in captivity. Has God and Jesus given the animals a name to call them too? I mean, I guess she's thinking like Fred and George or whatever. When your animals go to heaven, do they keep their name? Uh, I assume that means the name we gave them on earth. She doesn't say. How about the wild animals on here on earth? Has God given them a name? So I guess they're asking how personal... I think he will, I think the father will name everything. It's his favorite thing to do. And by the way, their own personal um, steeds, horses that they ride, Christ's horse's name is lightning and Holy Spirit's is thunder. And so they name their own. That's why we name our pets. I don't know if you could call them. I guess they're like a pet. Uh, they're the ones that they ride the most. They're their oh, own yeah. personal transportation all over heaven. And, um, and of course, the father does have a unicorn, whether you like it or not. I guess you're going to take those nine scriptures out of the Bible that talk about it. He doesn't like it when you do that, people. Uh, there are unicorns in heaven. Why wouldn't there be unicorns in heaven? It's good, good, good. All right. Um... With heaven, Sarah, Scott is asking, excuse me, with, with heaven being without earthly environment, how do Enoch and Elijah cope with their human bodies? I guess there's, so I don't even know if this is a fact. Do Enoch and Elijah have only, not only, have a transformed human body versus everybody else who goes to heaven when they die? What What, what is that like? Well, obviously they didn't die. <laughs> right. And yeah, the father, he keeps them. He just keeps them. They're never going to have to come to earth. They're never going to have to come back here and die and then be resurrected. That's not, that wasn't the father's choice for them. And I can just tell you that they, I'm quite sure that they had some transformation. It does not say in the dead that in Christ, on the day the dead in Christ shall rise. I absolutely does not include them because they have their bodies right now in heaven and their bodies glow. Uh, certain times they glow, they have frequencies, you can hear them coming before you see them. Uh, Enoch's eyes are emerald. I don't know what they were before, but they're emerald eyes. Fascinating, a very fascinating uh, um, man to get to know and talk to in heaven because of his relationship with the father. 
uh, and of course with the Lord. But yes, their bodies look strong, very much alive. There's no age in them whatsoever. And I think Enoch is like 300 and something when he died. And yet he does not look. He looks eternal. There is an age called eternal. Oh, okay. Wow. And so when he caught them to heaven, they became eternal right then. They didn't have to die and get a resurrected body. Um, he probably also gave them some glory because well, they you are... Know that that creates a question in my brain it just popped in so i guess i'll just ask it's kind of a weird one so when we go to heaven we are we are um we are feminine and masculine uh, yes. you said that yeah but if they're in their body enoch and elijah do they have gender more so than those who are just go to heaven at the death i mean do they have gender their whole body's intact does that make yes, sense? You but, understand? Yeah, and it won't be any different when we who are on the earth, when those who are on the earth and they die, die, and um, and the day the dead in Christ shall rise, the it's your body, it's your same body that you had on the earth, but it will be glorified. Yeah. And and the same thing, it will be all physical. You'll have your physical body back. Your spirit man will step into that body. It will be glorified. It will look eternal always. And you will still look male or female. <laughs> You'll still be a male or female. Now, it's, when it says in the spirit, I got to say this. So people will point out scriptures to me. In the spirit, it says in the word, there is no male or female. They're not talking about body parts, people. They're right. talking about dominion and authority. So in the spirit realm, whether you're male or female, you can rule as a king with Christ. Okay, the men can be the bride of Christ. There's two examples right there. The Bible says that the, the Lord says, Know ye not that ye are gods? Know ye not that ye are kings and priests unto your God? That's talking about us as the body of Christ. And those are spiritual positions of dominion and authority. So whether you're male or female, you can still rule and reign with Christ. There is no difference. That's what that scripture means. It doesn't mean you won't recognize yourself, it doesn't mean you'll be something in between. No, if he sent you as his daughter, you're still his daughter. If he sent you as his son, then you'll still look like a, a male. So uh, I hope that helps some people clear, clear up some confusion. That's good. All right. Now, it's, it's amazing to me, Kat, how many questions people have that would never occur to me to ask. And I don't even necessarily look to know this. But it's interesting that people have these questions. So here Seth is asking this. Does the kingdom of heaven or, yeah, does the kingdom of heaven or I guess he means he might mean heaven itself or the kingdom of heaven. Does it have a flag? And if heaven does, what does it look like? What colors are in it? Are the colors earthly colors, heavenly colors, or both? I would I would believe that heaven most likely has one, meaning one flag, one main flag, or many of them. And I was wondering if Kat has seen it flying. There you go. Yeah, they do have they do have several flags that fly over the throne room a lot. There's the line of Judah. There's a father's star, which people usually call the Star of David. Uh, that is one of the father's marks that he uses all over heaven. There's angels that wear out uh, outfits um, that have the star, you know, like the Star of David, which you would call would be the Jewish star. When the father chose people on the earth to represent him, he gave them his own image, his own sign and symbol. So that clearly is there. And of course, there's another one that's filled with fire. Uh, now, these flags have living things on them. They're not just a piece of 
uh, claws flapping in the wind. They're alive. What's on them is alive. And so these flags do fly over the throne room and in other places in heaven. And I've seen others, but those main three especially, and they probably represent Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Good, good, good. All right, uh, Tammy's asking, could the trees, not things in the tree, but could the trees in the Garden of Eden speak? We know that the serpent could speak, and we know that, that the rocks and trees will cry out if we don't. So I was curious if, if the trees could speak, talk, whatever. If, yeah, they... it's called the friendly forest in heaven I have been to, and all the trees talk to you. Some of them will uproot theirself and they'll walk beside you going down the streets of gold. Some will go to their mansion and root themselves there and visit with you for a while. Wow. That's they, they do. They worship. They also worship. They worship God, uh, but they can have conversations. And it literally is called the friendly forest. Even the huge boulders you can sit by or sit on. Uh, they'll turn that whole part of the what will turn and they'll have a face and they'll talk to you. Even the water, the streams that come off the crystal sea, water spouts will come up out of that water and they'll have faces and they'll talk to you. So yes, yes, they can have conversations. Well, and, and she's asking, does and does that mean that the trees in the Garden of Eden, when everything was perfect, could oh, they? Oh, the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I do know that the animals talked, the animals that were there, yeah. that Adam named, they, he called them by name. There's a reason why it says that. He didn't call them dog, horse, you know, eagle. He he actually had names for them. And when he called them, they came and had conversations with him, or else they would have been afraid of the snake when he talked, and they weren't. That's it was normal for them to talk to creatures. You know, you're talking about the 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 streams talking or the water talking. Uh just this is a couple of weeks ago, I was listening to a recording uh of a stream. And I was, you know, 10 feet away, and I just kept, and I'm, who's talking? Who's talking? And I kept saying, who's talking? And I realized it was coming from this recording of a stream. Is it possible that even now that the streams talk, we just don't really tune in? I'm, I'm sure that they probably do talk, but, you know, you have to probably... Uh... Being a seer and stuff like that, I've heard all kinds of things talk yeah. around me. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, things you wouldn't expect to talk, but um, they talk in heaven on earth as it is in heaven. Interesting. So I, I can't say that that happens all the time. You also could be hearing, um, because I know that there are angels assigned to different things like streams and mountains and stuff on the earth, and you could actually hear them probably having conversations. You know, back and, and back to the animals, or in this case, the whales, which is a mammal, really. Um, I have a friend who told me the story. It's been 20 years ago, maybe, but she was on a deep sea fishing tree, uh, trip, and then she was in the back of the boat, and this massive whale jumped up the way whales do, you know, whatever that's called, jumped in the water, and she says, Steve, I heard it say, the king is coming. Yeah. Does that make sense? Could. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. Have you heard other animals talk as a seer or what? Birds. Yeah, really. I've, I've had I've heard birds say things. Uh, I've heard I've heard a few other animals say things down here. Uh, I'm not imagining it. I understand how heaven operates. I understand that these things are possible that God designed and actually. He said that in each animal, he designed a way for them to talk. 
And then when, of course, when that all fell apart in the, the Garden of Eden, he took away their voice because he didn't want them, you know, being accused of saying things wrong and stuff like that. But, yeah. But I do know this. I know the father has told me that in, in several generations down the road, that creatures will begin to talk. Really? I'm not saying bad ones either. I'm not saying bad ones. Uh, and that they'll be coming to a point where they're they're not the people won't be afraid of them and they won't be afraid of the people. And that's why it's such a major, major, major change towards the end where it says that the the creatures then begin to attack people again. This is a, a long ways away. Once they have learned the the kindness and and they understand that we're not going to hurt them. Uh, there will come a point on the earth where a lot of that conversation goes on. But then, of course, when when the when the dark days, they will come back one day when Satan actually is going to have his few little years to, that they're his. Um, wow. Then things will begin to change. But that's a long ways away. I, um, I have another question re regarding animals, pets, whatever. Okay, so on this earth, we are we are God gave to man to tend to, to tend to the animals and rule over them and take care of them. So in heaven, uh, I'm seeing, of course, we have a couple of mini dogs that have gone before and they're in heaven. So who feeds the dogs and what do and, and what do they eat or do they choose their own feet? Do, do they get to declare and their food appears before them? What, what do you know about that, if any? I do know that if it's your own pet, they're gonna be eating with you. If it's at the table, you, didn't at you say table. that's great. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I have seen it, Steve, and some people are like, no, nah, that's not possible. I can't wait. That's why they have the welcome center in heaven, all right, to show you, yes, this does really happen. Yes, you're in heaven. This is actually heaven. Let's go over here. Let's go into this beautiful building, and we will help explain to you. Uh, because they have refused to accept some things most of their lives that couldn't have happen and when they see it in heaven they're like they're totally undone they're like just standing there going like this <laughs> and then here comes the hardigan sons family to escort you to the welcome center to make sure that you know yes this is heaven it's going to be okay <laughs> so i the stupid question okay it's got to be a dumb question <laughs> <laughs> so if a dog which i can see him sitting on the table with their haunches are they there, you know, looking they like they're sitting in a chair, not on the table? <laughs> yeah, this, so so are this that look like they're in a pie eating contest and slathering in the plate, or you know what I'm saying? What does it look like? I guess it would be whatever y'all want to do in heaven. <laughs> I'm quite sure that they have all kinds of contests in heaven. People love to be a part of that, no matter what kind of contest it is. And I do know that um that the angels themselves have like olympic games um it is not the olympics but i think that idea probably came from heaven to have olympics on the earth and all they do is show they're they're showing their ability uh whether it's the host of heaven or whether it's the the other angels they love to have competitions i don't think there's like prizes no one's going to get money and stuff like that they maybe they'll yeah. get something for doing really good and training uh, for them, but yes, they actually have even they have things that they get to do and enjoy. By the way, speaking of contests, you know, we've talked about that, and you said people play for points for, for the Lord, but are there yes. such things as trophies and blue ribbons in heaven, or is that all done away with? Do people earn 
I'm sure there's probably something that they give out. I'm quite sure there's probably something they give out to acknowledge that they are doing really well in something or they've learned how to do things really well. Uh, I'm quite sure. Or it's just the joy of the competition. Yeah. You know, people yeah. aren't really looking for acknowledgement or something. They just yeah. want to enjoy what they're doing up there. All right. We have a few more minutes. We have to stop at an hour today. Um, Michael asks, you've talked about all the amazing things you have seen and heard in heaven, but what are the smells like? Smells, uh, everything, almost everything has some type of aroma. And aromas, you actually can see, like, let's say you're walking down the streets of gold and a baker has moved to heaven. Uh, everyone's going to visit that baker, including Jesus, I, prom I promise you. And people think I diminish his sovereignty or his holiness or his, his whatever by saying that. But no, he is, he's also got some humanity in him. And he loves certain things. And you would know exactly where to go because you see aromas, okay? It's not just the smell of the aroma. The aromas are amazing, but you see aromas in heaven. And, and you'll follow these aromas like, oh, what is that? And then you see it, it, the aroma appears and it kind of takes you right where that where that those aromas were coming from so you can have some of that or wear some of that because uh, there are um oils there's beautiful um things they make for people to wear on themselves i i wouldn't call it cologne or something like that i'm not quite sure what they call it but there are different things even the clothing some of them have aromas in them i think though the mountain of spices is a good example oh yeah it really does exist and it's like being around thanksgiving all the time you smell smell the spices that you would normally smell this time of year, like right now. And I hope everybody does have an, an amazing Thanksgiving. And uh, this is a good time to thank God for what he's done and what he's about to do. But it's like, you know, you can almost smell like a pumpkin pie, the things in a pumpkin pie, or different spices you would bake with, make things from, or have presents, like you would smell like cinnamon and um, I'm trying to remember what some of those aromas, what those spices would be. But, but yeah, every level, there's levels in the mountain of spices and the colors of the leaves is where it looks like fall all the time. And the leaves are, they're like huge leaves. Yeah. Some are purple, shades of purple, shades of umber, uh, uh, beautiful, beautiful. And they never fall off the trees. Unless you want to pick some, you can pick some. But it smells like that. And it feels like you're in the fall all the time in the mountain of spices. But I think the aromas of those spices is so uh, amazing to be able to be there in person and smell them. So and good. see what an awesome place that is. Uh, yeah, this is a similar one, Valerie, saying I'm seven, <laughs> 17 years old and I love animals. Will the animals in heaven need my care? Um, so, yeah, I can see where she's going with it. Will they, does she need to care for her animals or are they... No, you don't have to. You're not. They're not. They're never going to die, people. Okay, they already died once. Uh, no, they would be quite well on their own. Uh, your pets probably precede you to heaven. Uh, they have friends. They visit family members. They can eat pretty much wherever they are, or whatever they want. You know, if they have something to stay, they're not going to eat dog food. Forget the dog food. Leave the cans <laughs> on hers. You're not going to need one. You need a little package you open that smells horrible. That's not going to happen. They will eat real food, people. And uh, and they will want to sit right by you. <laughs> That's good. Now here's it looks like it's a pet day today with all these questions. Um, do animals go to the throne room and worship God? 
I've seen some in there before. I think though that these were like much bigger creatures. I don't know that they were pets or not, but that they possibly could be pets. Uh, but I've seen a lot of creatures that live in heaven. So people think, well, there's only angels, there's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and then there's us. No, there's creatures, all kinds of creatures, things you've never seen, and you've never seen before, or even even imagine what they would be. And some of them actually are a part of the worship, but but they are there worshiping a lot. I do see them there worshiping a lot. Uh, Beverly is asking, and I hadn't heard this, but she says, I heard you mention that heaven has a top 10 song list. Uh, and she's saying, would you share that with us? Is that, did you say that? I did. Is, is I did. it the same list throughout eternity or is it, is it rotating or what? Well, I can tell you the number one song is still the revelation song. Does this exist on earth yet? Yes, it does. It does. What it is, I can look that one up. I'm sure you could. I'm not sure what they call it, but I know it is is the it's the Revelation song is about singing about coming before the throne of God is absolutely amazing. Song. Well, I'd love to see to know that one. It's called the Revelation amazing song. Song. I, I I hear it in heaven a lot when I'm there. Really. And um, Mary, did you know is on that top ten list? Oh, I love that. I love <laughs> that one. It's by Carrie Job. It's by Carrie Job, the Revelation, Revelation song. By Carrie Job. And it's still number one right now in heaven. Oh my but goodness, I, I gotta listen. There's a few other ones that are also on their top ten list. And um, then Mary, did you know? I love that one too. Mary, what? did you know is on there? Yes. I'm Jeez. sliding off of the stool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall. He's sliding. I'm not crawling forward, people. I'm sliding. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, we have time for one more. We're right at the hour here. Uh, one more thing. How Great Thou Art is on that top ten list. Oh, wow. So all kinds of classics, genre. Classics, what we would call a classic, and then some very powerful. Um, I keep trying to remember the name. Uh, that anthem, is that the one where they sing about the, it's like um, Jake Hamilton. Jake Hamilton, the anthem is uh, on that top 10 list also. Really? Boy, Jake must like that. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he probably will now if he knows. <laughs> the anthem. Okay, I, I got to look these up. I hope you all are writing this down, but you can replay this. The one by News Boys. Uh, they don't serve breakfast now. Yes. I can't remember what it's called, but I know one of the is it, is it Big Big House? No, 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 no. no, no. Big Big House. There's a like song it. sung by the Newsboys that says part of the song is they don't yeah, it's it's talking about like life in heaven or whatever. And they say they don't serve breakfast in hell. That line is in that song. So it's there are some that are a, a little song. bit humorous, um, but but it's by the Newsboys and Newsboys. Uh, the Newsboys. It's one of the early seats. one of their early songs. Yeah. Uh -huh. Wow, I gotta look these up. I hope you all are doing this. Things about why you should go to heaven and not hell, but it's kind of humorous. It's, so it's good. all done along of like breakfast cereal. Yeah, because they talk about Captain Crunch. They actually mentioned Captain yeah. Crunch. It's a cute. Called, song. I got, it's like from the nineties. Yeah. Very cool. So God's in. Uh, yeah, that's in a lot of these are. I mean, some of them I don't know at all, but wow, wow, wow. So, is there such thing as? Um, top 10 groups top 10 singing groups or is it just the song itself is there are there things like that? i don't know about the groups but i do know the music definitely is. okay wow 
Uh, okay, to describe something one more time, uh, and then we got to go. But you talked about when Kim went home to be with the Lord, Kim Clement. Yes. You talk. You saw what he played. Now his fingers were like lightning when he played on the piano. And the anointing was on him. You couldn't see his fingers move hardly. They were going so. What was the instrument like that God gave him to play? It was a keyboard, but it was round. And I don't mean. I'm not saying he. I'm not saying there was like a ring for the keyboard. I mean this way. That way, like a Ferris wheel round. Like that, and he was playing like this as it moved, and light was shooting off of it. it His fingers were on the inside of the round. They were on the inside of this thing. It was it's pretty good size. I can't, I'm not really good with distances, but yeah, yeah. Use my mat for an example, okay? He was playing with the inside, and this, and it was turning like this. Wow, you could see that it was keys, you could see they were keys. Uh, but he was playing like this as it was moving, he didn't have to hold on to it. So that it wouldn't fall but and he was really just really lost into this music that he was creating before this he was before the throne of god playing it and were his decrees because he always decreed and declared prophetically were they coming to heaven and accomplishing things um i just know that i would hear you know i was i, I think i saw saw him like two or three times only that's all uh, but I was caught up and saw him not long after his death. And uh, I heard him, I think I said something, I won't say what he said, but he, he did say something to his daughter, I think it was Danae. Yeah, Danae. Yeah, about yes. not giving up or going forward. That's what Good. he was, when I heard him, he was declaring that. Really? While he was playing this instrument the first time I saw him. Well, and, and she sure she sure has too. You know, I told she's been on the show twice now, mm -hmm. and I said to her on the air, I said, Danae, when Kim passed, when your dad went home to heaven, I thought maybe because she they picked up the ministry, and I thought and started sharing his words, and I said, I thought maybe you'd have a year where you could tell more of his words, and then you would have told it all. And but she's continuing to find more revelation from him. It's unbelievable. Yeah. What God is doing, so it really amazing. is yeah. amazing. Well, can't tell people real quick what they can get at Revealing Heaven and CatKerr.com before we go. So, Revealing Heaven is our main website, and it's where you find out about events. It's also where our store is. Um, that we we one of our things that God gave us was to reveal heaven to earth, and one of those ways He wants us to do that is to create images of things we saw in heaven. Or put things on images that are on the earth and offer them to people so more of heaven would be in your life. Um, he's about, there are about to be some major movies done um, that are things mentioned in the Bible, but they'll be real, real uh, powerful movies, trilogies even. They're about it. to be made. They love to tell stories in heaven. And um, had that been available way back in the day, I'm sure people would have been watching some of the stuff that Christ talked about or the disciples talked about. So I do know that those type of things are going to increase. So that's where you would find that stuff at revealingheaven.com. At catcur.com is where you get a lot of uh, extra revelation, focused revelation on how to pray or declare different things in your life or over your family or how to learn to do different things in the spirit. Not anything that's outside the word of God. I'm not ever going to leave the word of God but powerful things for you to learn and share. And uh, there's a photo gallery also on catcore.com of things, how they look in the spirit. 
I think one of them is an aqua mansion. There's things like that, I think, in the wow. photo gallery. But it's all being updated right now, so I'll have to go and see myself what they've changed. And that's the only place you can give online. And I thank so much for the Guardians. It's called the Guardian Zone. Uh, you can go there and sign up to do that. I so appreciate all of you who have given. I know Steve, for his supporters, feels the same way. There's yes. things that would be much, uh, much longer to do if we didn't yeah. have people to support heaven's, uh, heaven's actions on the earth and bring in heaven to earth. So good, so good. Well, Kat, God bless you. Love you so much. Happy uh, quick, Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, happy Thanksgiving for sure. A quick reminder that I have recorded it's just a 10-minute, 10, 10-12-minute 10, uh, video that will air tomorrow on Thanksgiving Day. You know, Kat just said, uh, heaven loves stories. I tell a couple of stories yeah. that are really, really, really going to help many of you um, in, in the area of Thanksgiving because it's real. It really happened and it will motivate you. Please don't miss that. So God bless you. Thank you everyone for supporting this ministry as well. Have an amazing day. We will see you not Friday because there's no show, but we will see you Monday and it should be Johnny and Will uh, this next Monday. God bless you. Thank you, Kat. We love you so much. Have a great day, everybody. See you Bye. later. Blessings. Blessings. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.